0: Down to Business with Bobby Kerr, brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now we may be a nation of tea lovers, but if the people in the streets and our towns and cities are used as a gauge of this, you'd swear it's actually the black stuff that's getting us through the day. Ireland has become a coffee crazed nation in recent years, with up to 75% of Irish consumers stating that they drink it, and seven in ten drinking more than one cup a day. Why did I ever get out of this business? I ask myself. So for this industry <laughs> review, I thought I'd check in with a few people who are now looking to increase the number of coffee drinkers in Ireland uh, from 7 and 10 to 10 out of 10. And I'm delighted to be joined by Peter Stahl of Cloud Picker Coffee. Declan Kinsella joins me from Creed Coffee Roasters out there in Selbridge. And Ruslan uh, Mokarsky. Uh, from The Art of Coffee, also joins us here. And lads, you're all very welcome to the programme. Yeah,
1: I've having been
0: us looking forward to this conversation That's for quite word. a while now. <laughs> so we might start with you, Declan, yeah, and no we might just uh, introduce your business to us yeah. and tell us a little bit about what you do.
1: Okay, so yeah, uh, it's Creed Coffee Roasters. Uh, we started in Sarbich County Kildare. Yeah. Uh, so we started as um, a cafe roastery. So we have a cafe at the front and we have a roastery uh, built out the back. And, uh, yeah, so basically our goal is to uh, roast single-origin, speciality-grade coffees. And uh, we wholesale, we sell online, and uh, we also have a so shop. So is
0: all the ro- roasting done in, in, the, in, the, in the coffee shop per se, or do you no, roast separately somewhere else? No, we
1: have, we've, at the start, we, had a, we, we were out the back, and now we've built a bigger roastery further out the back. Right. Uh, so, yeah, it's gone separate now. Yeah, yeah good. what sort grown. of capacity
0: have you got to roast?
1: We roast off a of 15 kg uh, genio. Um, so, yeah. You know, currently, we are roasting three full days, so right. three. Yeah, so right. it's a thirty-hour, thirty-hour week.
0: Okay, stay with us, and we'll be back to you in a second. Uh, Peter Stahl from Cloud Picker over there on Pierce Street. Uh, you're very welcome to the program. Uh, tell us a little bit about your business, if you would.
2: Yes. So we, myself, and my partner Frank, we set up Cloud Picker Coffee ten years ago. We just turned ten in February. Um, set up our roastery on. Uh, and Sheriff Street. Uh, Subsequently, we moved to Crumlin and um, the majority of our business is um, wholesaling uh, specialty coffee to businesses around Ireland and recently exporting as well and a huge sort of online business especially exploded during pandemic. Okay,
0: great. Okay, that's great. And then our final guest is... uh, Ruslan uh, Mokarski of The Art of Coffee. I believe you're up to, what, 13 branches now, Ruslan, is it? Uh, yeah,
3: yeah, you're right, yeah. yeah, 13 branches. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> yeah, The Art of Coffee was created in 2009. Myself and my business partner, Anatoly, opened the first branch of The Art of Coffee in Grand Canal Dock. And then the second one was opened in one and a half year time in Harcourt Road. And it looked like after that, every year we had uh, some new openings. So at the moment, we are 13 branches, seven original, and uh, six franchise. That's interesting. We, so we'll, about fifty-fifty split. Yeah, we also have a central kitchen. Uh, we that means every single product that we have and sell is homemade and delivered every morning fresh and hot. To
0: there you chefs. go. There's a man who knows how to oh, sell his uh, business. Yeah, okay, right <laughs> now, uh, back to you then, Declan. Yeah. In my day, and again, I I was around the block a number of years. I I started in the in the coffee business in the late '80s, uh, but in my time, initially there were two types of coffee. One was black, yep. the other was white. Yeah. It's become largely uh, a lot more complex since then. <laughs> yeah, it has, yeah, uh, yeah. So so when you look at things that are happening now, <clears throat> uh, you look at single origin, yep. you look at even the amount of milks that are available, mm-hmm. all the non-dairy choices, yeah. it has become, and again, it's, I know it's been a, a huge growth market, so with growth, uh, with education comes growth. As the consumer... Uh, almost demands more things so how are you finding coping with I suppose the demands of what where the consumers are bringing you
1: look I think uh, well first of all I think people's you know everybody has traveled over the last few years and they've come back with new ideas from where they've traveled you know particularly when I came back from Australia it was a different you know f- few different ideas to come to Ireland and um, yeah they're constantly looking for something new, uh, new alternatives to, to the black and um...
0: Interesting as well you, you cite Australia again. Mm. there was the micro roasting culture and that. Yeah, that was out in, in Australia and New yeah. Zealand long before it was ever on this side of the yeah, water. Yeah,
1: for sure. And that's when when I that's where I first experienced yeah. it. I mean, that's when I came back. There was only one or two people probably doing it and that's where we felt there was a, a gap in the market to jump on with that, you know? Yeah. And uh, I suppose that's where the love and the passion started for me was out there. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, and interesting for you as well, Peter, uh, that your love of this business started with travel as well and seeing something in other markets.
2: Correct, yeah. Um. When the very first visit to a coffee farm... Uh, and that's really where the name called Cloud Picker came from. We uh, went to visit a um, coffee farm on the border of Burma and Thailand, uh, and that was probably twelve years ago. Um, and funny enough, we just incorporated Cloud Picker Asia, so we're hoping to expand to that market pretty okay. soon. Yeah. Right.
0: Um, Interestingly enough, um, um, in in the uh, in the early days of the fair trade movement, uh, and, yes. and I I was very involved in the early two thousands in fair trade when when we. Went if we were the first company in Ireland in insomnia at the time to go 100% fair trade. And back in those days, there was a, an inconsistency of supply. It yes. was it was quite hard mm-hmm. to get the. While we 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 love the bean that we have, yeah. we that we developed, we we sometimes struggled. To, with continuity of supply how has that changed or is it it has really it,
2: it is very challenging um you know and there are many sort of elements coming to to terms in terms of um, purchasing um you know effectively it's fresh product yeah you know fresh crop every year different farms perform completely different from uh, from year to year um, so it is really about sort of quality control and and correct um, you know planning ahead but um, it's easier, okay. I guess, now with the amount of uh, brokers that exist on the market, and they're the specialists that will help us, yeah. you know, sourcing and ensuring that everything is actually, you know, sourced in a in a in a sustainable. And way. are
0: you buying? Are you buying your coffee through uh, an agent in London, or are you are you, are you going well, direct we've to source? Well, we moved away
2: from from due to Brexit, we moved away from UK uh, yeah. brokers, so most, mostly mainland mainland Europe. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, and but speaking of Asia actually th- th- am I right to say that there was an insomnia in Ho Chi Minh City
0: uh, no, no no but there was a bullies in Tokyo and there was a bullies in Singapore believe it or not okay. uh, that I looked after back in Very my early good. days okay. when I was working there so uh, uh, insomnia in, in Ho-, Ho Chi Minh City there could be one but I'd, I'm not aware that it's connected with the okay, Irish okay. operation interesting
2: I remember yeah. being there in 2006 thinking oh my god it's that Bobby Kerr's <laughs> <cares> business <laughs> So if we go back to
0: you, uh, Ruslan, in terms of uh, you arrived here. You're Ukrainian
3: originally, are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm Ukrainian. Yeah, and, and
0: you arrived here effectively, I suppose, with very little, and you started yeah. as a barista. And I believe, you know, you it was through uh, latte art and uh, barista competitions that you. Uh, Found yourself uh, getting into the business. Tell us a little bit more about yeah, that.
3: Yeah, yeah. Actually, you're right. I started not as a barista straight away. I started, believe it or not, as a kitchen porter. Yeah. And then as a barman, and then barista. Good uh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. It was a it was a good adventure. Um,
0: did you know? Even when you arrived here with so little, did you did you know? then that you would always want to work for yourself was that always the plan
3: it was all always been i guess the same as you yeah. <laughs> I always wanted to be an entrepreneur even you know after when i came from army in ukraine i had my two market stalls back in a uh, long time ago in ukraine uh, luckily i met the correct people here in ireland and they guide me to you know help me a little bit to go to the competitions in 2006 i I think I participated and I came third in barista championship yeah. and then in 2012 we were lucky together first and the second place in yeah. the art I used championship. to love yeah. all
0: the yeah. whole competitive yeah. thing around yeah. that yeah. Yeah. and yeah. there's a great culture among you know that barista community there's there's a kind of a there is uh, yeah, there's a, it's yeah. almost an art form yeah, and there, is. there's a lot of cool people that work in it and yeah.
2: and you learning really a lot really understand it we, yeah. you know it's kind of like um you know, internal sort of architect's competitions. People don't understand that world. Yeah, if yeah. you're not mm-hmm. in it, you don't get it. But, I mean, there are baristas that prepare themselves for months oh, on yeah. end, practice every single day.
3: And especially, you know. sorry, especially when you go, you know, after that, you, you travel, you actually represent an island yeah, like it's it's in it, the yeah. world. Yeah. Yeah. So I was lucky to go to Seoul, South Korea, you know, wow. at Lottie Art Championship. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I went to a number of the competitions yeah. over the years. and, and But, you know, it was for me, it was it's it's a great for the actual industry, the yes. coffee industry that you you basically have a trade that's recognized yeah. and you've got something that's internationally recognized that yeah. if you're a qualified barista and you want to travel the world, you can get a job absolutely
2: yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. and you know it could be your career for life, yeah. and there are so many avenues you can actually you know um continue on from starting as a barista, you could really develop your career any way you want within coffee.
0: One of the things I've noticed about, and again, as as, as somebody who's still very interested in the sector, but just looking at the landscape now Mm. uh, of the coffee shops that are out there, like, you know, in the old days, I would suggest that you could, you know, if you had excellent coffee, that was almost enough. But now nearly everybody has good coffee, or at least good coffee is no longer enough. So what kind of things do you need to do Around, say, food and auxiliary products yeah. that will sustain the business. Maybe start with you on this, Peter.
2: Do you know what it is? Um, we've always believed that, um, you know, ultimately, as you said at the start, it's it's brown stuff in a cup. You know, you can go as high end as you want, and quality is a, a it, it's a given, really. You know, yeah. so sourcing is extremely important. Obviously, roasting is hugely important, quality control, but ultimately, it's fun. You yeah. know, it's fun, and it's about. You know, teaching not preaching. It's having fun with your customers, and you know, making sure that you know every every product we develop, we ask ourselves three questions. First of all, what does customer want? Is it sustainable, and then is quality there? And well, well, how much that, money
0: will I make on this product?
2: Of course, that's the <laughs> only Yes. Mm-hmm. Open. Open. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: what about you, Declan, in terms of, um, you know, uh, I, I, when you look at what the portfolio or the suite of products yeah. on offer now in, in mm. coffee shops, like there was, there was a time when one said that if you went away from coffee, you almost diluted what was going on Mm. in other words and if you started you know competing with food but now you know is coffee on its own enough?
1: No I'd say look you have to have other options there Uh, again like we source we have two different sources Uh, so for a shop in Savage we use Kildare Suppliers and for the shop in Pierce Street we tend to use Dublin Suppliers Bakers and it's just to support the local community and that's basically what what we do Um, in terms of and it's good quality stuff for For the vegan market, the gluten market, and then the, the normal uh, stuff um, as well but what what I will say is in, in our shops it's what brings we try to create is a, is a good space for people. you know the baristas are interacting with the customers. they are yeah. you today and they 're and getting to know them and, and you become that person 's barista that 's what we feel like we, that how we, we can try to get people in it 's that interaction that they have every day with somebody oh, yeah, and they I come know. back and, in for and, that you know and
0: people Particularly, coffee consumers are hugely loyal. Yeah, as long as we give them what they want. Yeah, it's, a service. Yes. it's yeah. a service. It's a yeah. service. Um, it's everything. Um, um, back to you, Ruslan. In, in terms of uh, you, you mentioned there that you have a, a central production uh, kitchen, so clearly you're thinking beyond the coffee when it when it when it comes to. The portfolio of products that you actually sell.
3: Yeah, well, uh, this time, well, I just want to add to the previous question. I think the service is very important as well. Perhaps Absolutely, one, the quality, it Yeah, it's the smile on the face and it's the mood that you leave for your customer. That for the the beginning of the day, that it, it stay with him for the rest of the day. So, yeah. Uh, the products, yeah, we 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 think it's very important at the moment because as we have 13 locations, is to be kind of independent and to be able to make. What we want to have on our shelves, yeah, and luckily we managed to create that kitchen. I just recently hired the product development chef, um, so he is constantly creating something new all the time, and we keep trying and selling that to the
0: customers. And I I, I, I would, I was, I suspect that given your model of having whatever half your estate as as franchisees, this central kitchen allows you gives gives you something else to sell to your franchisees. Yes, that's it correct. Provide well. out, then. Yes. And also, that ensures the consistency uh, across, the state across the state in terms yes. of products being sold. Yes, you're yeah. right. Bobby, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about, again, the, the pub versus the coffee shop? There was, there certainly seemed to be uh, a trend evolving that maybe, you know, the pub was suffering at the expense of the coffee shop I, I'm, I'm beginning to wonder, what about, what's your thoughts on that, Peter? Is, you know, do people, will people meet for a coffee at nine o'clock in the evening?
2: Or, or, or it, is that a market that just isn't there? It definitely exists, right? Um, you know, we've, we've definitely seen a huge change during, during the pandemic. Yeah. Um, you know, the whole pub business just... Went away and and instead of drinking pints, people were drinking coffee. You know, from horse boxes. Yeah, <laughs> and there's a few horse boxes few, for sale now. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. Horses are happy now. Yeah you know you can definitely see that you know the younger generation they don't really consume that much alcohol definitely not as much as we did I guess yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. things yeah, are changing sure. um, Gen Z millennials they're you know uh, they're global citizens they're 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 really they want to work less they want to travel more
0: they're also really, they're also you know exercise and health mm-hmm. conscious absolutely yeah. Yeah. Like, there's a piece of that yeah. that the business <laughs> has to fit into yes mm-hmm. and I guess you know that
2: that contributes to the success of coffee um and, and coffee shops so yes definitely coffee is consumed later in the day but decaf coffee is a huge seller as so. well.
1: I would say and I agree to you there Peter, but I find or we we'll just talk about this with my business partner the other day is the trend is completely changing from the, from the pubs even during yeah. the even during the day when say when I was in my 20s and I was meeting with the lads in the afternoon on a Saturday it was we'll go grab a point and we'll yeah. watch a game now it's We're seeing them they're coming in from the gym they're grabbing a coffee group of lads group of girls and they're all having the chats you know and that's that's where it's Uh evolving now
2: well i mean we're 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 just about to launch um, um, a menu of coffee based mocktails on our Mm. in our cafe on Pier street because that's the demand you know that's so many people are just not drinking alcohol anymore but they still want to experience something of good quality you know something slightly elevated and just have a bit of fun with coffee.
0: What about, um, I used to keep a, a very close eye on on, on what was happening in, in particularly the London market yes. in terms of, and yes. I was over there recently yeah. and I was looking at things like, uh, you know, these uh, subscription trends, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. big chains yeah. yes. offering uh, drinks for so, uh, a monthly charge of, yeah. and I was, Kind of horrified by it as a business person because mm. I just thought there's a, there's an awful lot of margin being given away here.
2: There isn't. There isn't. If you think about it, you know, from the other on on the other hand, you you know, you have your cash flow given to you yeah. in advance. So we've 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 launched our subscription business. Um,
0: what, well, how are you going to do that? Maybe maybe cite an example of how that might
2: work. So so um, in terms of coffee, we have a, the. the we have two different uh, models of subscription you can either sign up to delivery of 250 gram um, bag of coffee to be delivered either weekly or monthly or you just sign up to a continuous supply um, um, I'm just back from London as well on the coffee festival last weekend and um, you know the trends in terms of uh, yes definitely London is a place to go to to observe trends um, RTDs ready to drink yeah. products so you know that's just massive we recently launched uh, home-compostable um, pods. Uh, we're launching um, instant specialty, instant coffee sachets. And uh, uh, again, and that,
0: that, I, I shiver when I hear, uh, you know. Do you know what? And I used to shiver too. Well, but
2: do you know what? If you bring it down to really what customers uh, want, uh, that's what customers want. And we're, if we look at ourselves as, you know, that sort of place where we're bridging the gap between specialty coffee and, you know, convenience, um, you know yeah, so many people travel as, so many as, people go on hikes yeah. and you know and they still want to experience good quality coffee
0: yeah as long as there's no compromise on quality
2: yeah. absolutely and
0: unfortunately there always was if you went for an instant route versus a, yes. a fresh brew there was a compromise in quality there was a
2: compromise but you know really when you analyse that that compromise came from the sourcing itself and from the ingredients that were used yeah. so for all the products that we're launching now um, it's specialty yeah. great <laughs> coffee
0: just back to you for a second, Rosalind. In terms of looking at the future of the business, where do you see the business going next? What 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 do you see happening? Obviously, you're building your estate nicely, maybe <laughs> trying to do one, two branches a year. But but what do you? Wh- where do you see the business maybe in ten years?
3: Well, that's a good question. Yeah, we. Please, God, give us a health. Uh, we keep growing, uh, constant, constantly looking for the sites. Um, it's not easy to find, currently uh, sites that are, you know, not very expensive rents at the moment. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, we, we, we keep growing, and I think uh, the business will just improve and develop. And-, and have
0: you seen a big shift in the demographics where by now there's probably more opportunity in suburbia than there is in the city,
3: or has the city come back? Yes, yes. Uh, The demographics, uh, Monday and Fridays, became uh, quieter than normal. Uh, I think it's due to the uh, offices working from home. Yeah. So, yes, we are a little bit of... uh, Sorry. Yeah, we're a little bit of uh, experiencing a bit of down sales on Mondays and Fridays. But in total, uh, otherwise, we're still back to normal now. Uh, pandemic is uh, gone. and Thank everything God for is that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly, Everything yeah. is positive yeah. now, yeah.
0: Um, now, I could talk about this all day, but I think I'm running short of time. So maybe yeah. uh, same question to you, yeah. Peter, in terms of the business and the where business. you see it
2: going to. Well, short term, we super exciting plans. We're actually opening three uh, cafes at Dublin Airport this year oh yeah we are uh, we venturing into the um, crazy world of franchise uh, so we partner up with SSP a uh, company that knows travel business inside yeah, out yeah. so um, we're launching them uh, sometimes this year um, uh, 2 Terminal 2 and 1 and Terminal 1
0: well, best so that's with super that.
2: exciting um, Export is another bit that we're really really excited and Collaborary Asia
0: okay and last word to you then, Declan. Um, uh, again, you Do you see your business focusing more on wholesale or retail? Yeah,
1: so uh, it's a bit of both, to be honest. Uh, yeah, we, we the the plan is to is to continually grow the wholesale business, which is a steady business as it is. Um, I think Peter hit on subscriptions, is to grow our subs for our um, coffee for the re- uh, home market. Um and it's just focus on those two really. I think the growth is there for us. Um we've got two cafes at the moment, that's enough. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. That's enough. Uh, we keep on top of the roasting and uh, we'll just let it grow and, and just you know, just put out a really good product and
0: just let it let it let it speak for itself. Well you're talking to the converted here guys Absolutely.
2: and uh the goat of coffee. I have, well,
0: to, I have to say I, I would talk all day literally yes. about this because I'm hugely interested in what you guys are doing. So keep doing what you're doing. I wish you all success in, individually and collectively in your business. It's a tough world out there, mm-hmm. but I'm sure you guys will get through it. So thanks for joining us today. Bobby, That's thank you so much. Thanks so. thanks, having pleasure. My guest, Declan Kinsler. From Creed Coffee Roasters, uh, Peter Stahl from the Cloud Picker, and Ruslan Mokarski from the Art of Coffee. Thank you so much for joining us. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you
3: by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11
2: on News Talk.